Jesus calls us to be watchful. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Today we're moving on in Luke chapter 21. We're going to be in verses 5 through 11. And Jesus begins to engage in a conversation with his disciples about uh, the end times and the sign signs of the times. And um, I have to admit, I'm not a person that focuses too much on the end of history, the culmination of history, the second coming of Christ. Uh, I've always believed that these things would happen in their due time. I've always trusted Jesus that when he said he was coming back for the church, that he meant it. Uh, But I have not typically concerned myself with trying to discern the era of history we're in or whether or not the second coming was, was coming soon or in my lifetime. And I have to admit, I'm still not so concerned about that. My greater concern is that I would walk ready, uh, live in such a, a way that um, my life would be a reflection of Christ in the world, that my heart would be ready for His return at any time. And uh, whether I live or die, that I'm living to and for the glory of God. And I hope that that's your focus as well. Now, Jesus teaches these things in Luke chapter 21, and so we want to be mindful of them. And I think he teaches them because uh, he wants to ensure us uh, that there is, in fact, uh, a moment in time coming uh, when uh, the Lord will return and history will culminate in his return. And we will move into the uh, eternal era of life and his eternal presence for those who know him and love him, uh, the new heaven and the new earth. And uh, that is, um, that is uh, foretold for us in the book of Revelation. Getting on into the last couple of chapters, 21 and 22, we begin to see um, what the end of history will look like when Jesus comes back for the church. Now, um, we want to take these words seriously because they're uh, from our Lord, uh, but we don't want to overplay um, our how much focus we should give to signs and all of these things. Uh, I think the bigger picture is also revealed in Jesus' words, particularly in verse 8, and we'll talk about that when we get there today. All right, well, before we get into the text this morning, let's go to the author. Heavenly Father, um, we come before you today hungry to study your word, hungry to hear from you. Um, We trust your word, Lord God. We know that its witness is reliable and trustworthy because you are the source. So tune our ears to the sound of your voice today. Um, Ready our hearts to learn from your word and grow us in a Christ-like direction so that we might more and more reflect him in the world and all that we do and think and say. We ask all these things in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. All right, this is Luke 21, 5 through 11. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, When will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? He replied, Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. 
When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. Now, there is a lot more that he says on this topic, and we're going to pick it up a couple more times this week to finish out the chapter. We're just going to deal with verses 5 through 11 today. Um, And so the scene is Jesus is in a conversation with his disciples, and they're looking up at the temple in Jerusalem and just uh, remarking on the beauty of its architecture and uh, the adornments of all the gifts dedicated to God. And uh, the Lord hears what they're saying and says, guys, there's a time coming when there won't be one stone left on top of another on this temple. Uh, This earthly dwelling uh, will be destroyed. And um, so let's not make this our focus. Let's not focus on this beautiful building. What's more important, and I think this is an undercurrent, though not explicitly said here, is that um, our hearts become the temple for God. And Paul picks up on that theme later in his uh, teachings in Corinthians. He talks about our hearts being God's temple, that you are the temple of God, and um, and so that we should see ourselves as the dwelling place of God. Jesus promises that also in John 14. He says that the Holy Spirit will uh, dwell with us and in us. And so uh, the physical temple, the physical houses of worship that we grow accustomed to, Uh, will be dead and gone, but we are called to be living temples for the presence of God. And um, so that's an important thing for us to consider. Uh, The buildings where we worship God are uh, precious to us in an earthly sense in that we have memories of uh, sweet times in the Lord's presence in those buildings, of connecting with others that we're in community with, and gathering to celebrate and worship God with our friends and family in the faith. And those are important things. But what's more important is that our hearts become the tabernacle, the temple of God. And so Jesus uh, continues in his conversation. They ask, well, when will all of these things happen? When will this temple that seems like an immovable structure be destroyed? And Jesus goes on to say, um, in response to them, watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming I am he and the time is near, do not follow them. So more important than being able to um, uh, prophesy about when these things will happen is the advice that Jesus gives his disciples right here. Uh, He says, watch out, be watchful, be ready, don't be deceived, Um, have a ready heart and a discerning spirit so that when false prophets come in his name, uh, you won't be tripped up by them. You won't follow them. He says, watch, be watchful, be ready. And so Jesus' advice for the um, uh, the revelation of these things is that we would live ready and be watchful. And I think that's great advice. Um, in the past, uh, in the U.S. especially, uh, there have been teachers who have 
tried to nail down dates and times and all of these things. And we've talked about this earlier when this topic came up uh, in Luke's gospel. Um, those are not the important thing. They, in fact, become a distraction for us trying to discern when the second coming will come. Jesus says it will happen. So we trust that it will happen and we live ready in preparation for that event. And so we cultivate ready hearts for our Lord's return and discerning spirits so that we're not tripped up by false prophets and false teachings. Um, He says, uh, when you hear of wars and uprisings, don't be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. And so how many eras of history can we point to times when it seemed like the world was blowing up and uh, the whole world was fighting against itself? Um, and so we've seen many times in the history, just in the last 100 to 200 years of history, that the world has been warring against itself. And uh, he says, don't be frightened by these things. Then he said to them, nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences. We see this all the time in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven. Now, it's the great signs from heaven that uh, we'll get some more teaching on as we move forward in this text that I think uh, would be helpful for us to be ready to acknowledge. Um, But even then, our read of these events um, may not be clear. And so, um, again, the advice of Jesus is is right and good. Be ready, be watchful, um, be discerning. Uh, I am coming back. I I made that promise, and I fulfill all of my promises. And um, so he promises that he's coming back, and that these events will take place as the culmination of history, and uh, the the earth uh, uh, ends, and we transition to the new heaven and the new earth that Revelation tells us about. So uh, keep your focus on Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Stay in the word, Uh, watch for his return, be ready for his return, live as though he could come tomorrow, and uh, allow his Holy Spirit within you to give you a discernment of the things that are happening around you, uh, so that you might invite others to know him and to see him for who he is and to be ready for his return. Uh, There are many in this world who are not ready. There are many in this world who are not walking with the Lord. And it's uh, our calling in Christ that we would tell them about God's good grace and mercy, his kindness, his forgiveness, his redemption, so that many others would uh, uh, know him and be a part of the kingdom, uh, both now and in its fulfillment uh, in eternity. All right, my friends, God bless you. Thanks for listening. May God continue to instruct you through his word as you consider these things.